Hi, you're listening to the Raise the Vibe with Liz podcast. I'm your host, Liz Peterson. I interview today's inspirational speakers and healers. Thank you for listening to the show. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Raise the Vibe with Liz. I'm your host, Liz Peterson. I'm so happy that you decided to join me today. Today, I have Nicole Mercolino with me from Los Angeles, California. Nicole is the owner of Sacred Energy Essentials. She is a certified transformational coach. She brings a direct and compassionate approach to coaching, intuitive guidance, energy healing, and mentorship. Built on 30-plus years of personal training and practical application, her expertise ranges from conflict resolution, communication, and career development to healing emotional trauma, improving relationships, and recovering from stress and anxiety caused by burnout. Her background in both business and personal development gives Nicole a unique insight into the pressures that success demands and the challenges people go through, regardless of their status or position in life. Nicole's passion for balance, integrity, and truth motivated her to use intuition and her natural ability to witness and listen to the subtle energy surrounding people and situations in her life, including the boardroom, client meetings, and her approach to staff management. In 2012, Nicole Nicole began to radically change her life by transitioning out of the design tech world and co-founding Yoga Rock Studios, a community center for people to transform their body, mind, and spirit through the physical and philosophical principles of yoga and meditation. This transition gave her the opportunity to approach the business management, community engagement, and her ongoing training practice by integrating both integrating both traditional business methods and spiritual yoga principles versus the common, this is business, not personal mindset. In 2013, Nicole was certified in Reiki and began developing training programs combining yoga and Reiki philosophies. In January 2019, she sold Yoga Rock and created Sacred Energy Essentials to be the vehicle for a safe place for healing and growth through training, one-on-one sessions, and daily practices. Nicole, welcome to the show. (laughs) Thank you so much. It's, It's a mouthful, isn't it? It is. That was a great bio, though. Oh, thank you, thank you. I, uh, I, I've, I've been through a lot. Um, I've done a lot of different types of work. Uh, you know, as mentioned, I had a long career in the design tech field, uh, working uh, primarily in the entertainment segment um, with really, uh, you know, innovative uh, marketers and. Um, had incredible opportunities throughout my career, Uh, worked really, really hard. Uh, But the one thing that I can say is that no matter what I was doing, whether I was conscious of it or not, I was bringing my intuition into the work that I was doing, into how I was interacting with people. Uh, And I somehow knew, depending on who I was standing in front of, how I was supposed to speak, what words I should be using, maybe even how my energy was to influence, (laughs) sadly, um, what I wanted, you know, what I needed to accomplish, you know, what what the team needed to accomplish or what we needed from our clients and so forth. And it wasn't malicious in any way. And uh, I, I think you can talk to people that I worked with. I wasn't, you know, that kind of a dark person, but it was um, probably a bit manipulative because I was using something that, um, you know, if you're, if you're psychic and you're not actually getting permission from uh, the person that you're working with and you start reading their energy and then you start telling them everything you're seeing and they haven't asked you permission to do that, it can be really evasive and, and or invasive and um, and even in some cases not kind, mm-hmm. and uh, in other cases uh, disturbing their flow of karma. Although you might argue that that was the karma that actually needed to happen. Mm-hmm. So um, so yeah, I was uh, really throughout my early career. Um, working really towards hmm, 
the idea that I had to just, I had to show up a certain way to please um, the people around me that who I loved to please what I thought they wanted to see in me and coming from uh, you know, parents that are both entrepreneurs in their own right and have, you know, very uh, specific viewpoint in the world and how you work um, and your position in the world. I, I really wanted to be like that and be successful and uh, at all costs because, you know, my highest, you know, desires to please my family and to, you know, and to get love and, most people I think do everything they're doing is because they want to be liked or they want love or they want community or they want connection. And the really, they just want to be happy and feel good. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we're always, well, I shouldn't say always, but we're a lot of times looking for how to do that on the outside of ourselves. And uh, it, it really is, how to get there on the inside first. And when you do, everything around you starts to transform. Mm -hmm. So you had mentioned, um, you know, like kind of how I got started. Really how I got started was when I was 11, uh, I had this opportunity to be in a workshop. And this was the, in the days when Life Spring and Est's was, had really like, gone a bit mainstream and, and you hear those stories of getting locked in a room for five days and you couldn't leave even if you had to go to the bathroom. I don't know if you've heard about those kind of wow. stories. No. It was personal development was, you know, was hardcore. Yeah, it was a little <laughs> intense back then. It, it was, it, it, they called it intensive for a reason and it was. So I, I, that wasn't what I was in at 11. Obviously it was a little more chill because there right. were kids there, but in that, in that room, I, it was the first time that I was introduced to meditation and the first time someone invited me to look inside and look around at who I, who I was on the inside. Mm -hmm. And so these ideas uh, and, you know, principles of, of personal discovery and, um, and communication and, resolving conflict, um, how to ask questions, how to make requests and listen to no. The, all of these principles were coming in for me uh, at an early age. Um, you know, my, my mom and my stepfather had developed programs that they took uh, across the country and in, in Canada and worked with thousands and thousands of people on these personal discovery practices and personal development. Um, uh, in a program called On Course, uh, and you know they they still do this work to this day, on some de you know to some degree they're retired, and on the other side I have you know my father and my stepmother who are incredible entrepreneurs in their own right and and really really hardworking and profound, and so I have I have these two sides to me that I I feel like I, I've been working on developing my own who I am and myself. I know this is a, a long way to get to where I am with sacred energy essentials, but after years of working really hard in the corporate world and I really worked hard. And when I say I worked hard, I'm, I mean, like I was working a hundred hours a week for like almost a decade wow. because it was what was in front of me to do. And it was incredible. And I wanted to, uh, uh, you know, achieve something and, and be proud of the work that we were doing. And that was the environment, but it really took a toll on my spirit because I wasn't focused on that part of all of us that's necessary, which is relationship and community and, and being true to your, my, for me, my personal integrity uh, was always being compromised. And I became physically ill at one point. Um, I, I got through that and then I jumped right back into the demand and spirit was like, no, <laughs> we're really going to make sure you're sick. So you can't do that again. And, you know, it's time for you, Nikki, to get real. And this was a, this was a really 
intense period of my in my life where I had to decide if I wanted to keep going. Right. And it was at that point where I decided to radically change my life and to focus on this work, which is to be present to um, energy, to be present to uh, a greater awareness on the, the triggers for how I was responding to the world. And in just being in that practice and slowing down, um, I found myself face to face with people who were looking for that kind of help and work. And so I was being asked to do this work and, and then it just started developing from there. I don't know if I answered your question, but that was, that was probably a That's lot. Fantastic. Can you talk a little bit more about your spiritual crisis and how it led you to the work that you're doing today? Um, yeah, let's see. So I know you touched on it a little bit, but if you yeah. know for our listeners who might find themselves in a similar situation after the crisis that's going on right now. Yeah. I, I ended up, um, have, having, a, a you know, like a small tumor in my uterus and, I, but I, it was, it had gone misdiagnosed for a really long time. <clears throat> and I was uh, getting, you know, really, really sick without going in a lot of detail. I was, uh, you know, losing um, a lot of blood and finding myself in a state of constant fatigue. Uh, and, and during this period, my, you know, I, I got down to like, you know, a 6.8 in my hemoglobin count and ended up in the hospital and having to be transfused. And it, it's really quite a trip to not have enough blood in your body. Yeah. Everything starts to break down. My eyesight broke down. My memory just, I literally would say, Hey Liz, how are you doing? Hey, let me tell you a story. And then a few hours later, I'd be like, Oh Liz, did I, I, I wanted to tell you the story. And that's really disconcerting for someone who, you know, basically could hold a lot of information in her mind and run a lot of uh, people and, and, and production and everything that I was doing. So that, that was um, really frightening for me to have to face you know, that I was sick. Right. And so I, luckily there was, you know, a pretty easy treatment and I got it taken care of. And, uh, I took some time, um, uh, to heal. And then I went back to work and I did it the same way that I always did it. I just went right in and with, I can do this. And when you take, bring me on board, everything's going to change and everything's going to get better. And, da, da, da. and I ended up in a situation ju that just was like a, a two by four up beside the head. And I, I literally thought I was going to die if I didn't stop doing what I was doing. Mm -hmm. um, luckily I, I was able to finesse my, my way out and, you know, my being my word and, and following through on what I say I was going to do is really important to me. Uh, and, uh, but the thing was that I, I got a tumor again. I got this, I got the a mass in my uterus again. And it was literally like just a little more than a year from the point where the, the last surgery took place. So I went back and luckily I knew the symptoms. So we nipped it in the bud quickly and had the surgery and came out of that. And I literally, and this really is the spiritual crisis because I, I had been, I was so knocked down. Uh, my identity in the world was everything that was me was who this, you know, badass. Uh, executive level, you know, really smart, creative. That was just like on the floor. I, I, I couldn't do it. And so if I couldn't do that, then 
what am I going to do? Who am I? And how am I going to survive? And the depression was beyond intense, you know, to the point of really contemplating if I wanted to stay alive. And at this point, I think that honestly, what saved me was that I did have this connection to spirit in terms of prayer. Um, I had already started, you know, the yoga business and uh, had been practicing Reiki. And even though I was doing all of those things, I was still trying to hold on to this corporate identity uh, and the money and the position. And, and it was this, it was just a conflict. Uh, and so I prayed for guidance. I prayed for teachers. I prayed for signs um, and, and basically said it needs to happen fast because if it doesn't happen like right now, I, I'm, I'm not going to make it. And, and, there, it, it, and then it happened. Uh, within a couple of weeks, I was sitting with a friend and he was telling me about this experience he was having with a doctor who was also uh, very spiritual and intuitive. And in that moment, I, I, I know it's, it sound, I'm hearing myself say it, it sounds so small, but I knew that I was supposed to be talking to that, that teacher. It does not sound and, small at all. And, and, and so I was like, oh, you have to tell me who this person is. And, and the person I was talking to was like, uh, I, I, I don't know. I have to call him first and make sure it was okay because it, I, maybe I was really being intense about it. I was like, no, I need to talk to that person immediately. And that's kind of how it unfolded for me that year. I, I had to step away from everything that I knew in terms of how to, how to survive and how to be the person that I had been grooming myself to be. Uh, in the corporate world, um, in business, and really reinvent myself. Um, and, and I would say not even reinventing myself, but rediscovering myself and allowing the parts that I've been sort of hiding in the shadows to actually come out and be, be the personification of of me to the extent of that. I even just started asking people to call me Nikki instead of Nicole, because I needed so much tenderness. And so I needed so much love that I, I didn't, that Nicole just sounded too harsh. Mm -hmm. You know, at work, people would be like, Nick, Nick, Merck, Merck, let's go, let's go, let's do this. And I was like, yeah, let's go. You know? And I was like, no, just Nikki, because when you say, Hi, Nikki. There's, there's just tenderness wrapped in that. You can't get hardcore when you say, hi, Nikki. <laughs> so my, at, from that point, I worked on, like I said, rediscovering myself and allowing the Nikki to come forward uh, and allowing the world to see the intuitive part of me allowing the world to actually see that I, 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 I can, I know things. I, I don't know why I know things and I have no proof sometimes that they're happening or they're real, but I do know things. And what I've discovered is that when I don't pay attention to that knowing for me, I get in trouble my life stops working. Mm -hmm. And I had waited way too long for me to, to listen so that my life literally had to fall apart for me to start listening correctly to my own inner guidance. And at the risk of being ridiculed, um, you know, questioned or, you know, like just judged, like, okay, so Nicole's psychic now. <laughs> I was like, yeah, whatever. This is just how it is. 
It is. Uh, it's the time when we go through a spiritual transformation. We do. Our whole energy system breaks down and it is a rebuilding of our chakras and our aura and everything else. And that rebuilding of who you are leaving, you know, who Nicole was, you know, that's not letting go of Nicole altogether because you can always tap into your Nicole and then the creation, you know, of Nikki that comes out of who am I now, you know, in this new life that I'm going to be leading and growing. I think that's a wonderful, wonderful story. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. How have um, you brought your intuition, you know, into your life now to be able to move forward into the unknown? Because you really did leave that corporate world behind and just stepped fully into that unknown. How has that helped you? Uh, well, I, I guess what's really helped me first is that I decided to accept this part of who I am and, and really, really accept it. And in that acceptance, what has served me is that when things would come up that I needed to reframe for myself uh, or retrain for myself and not, not respond in, in the old way to the world, but to respond from this part of me that's actually ready to come out. But I, I didn't have a lot of practice, so I have to practice that. And, you know, today I'm very comfortable practicing that and really responding based on who I am and being in that. But when I started, acceptance was the key, the commitment to being aware of my responses was essential because there was this little dilemma thing, this little competition of no, 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 no. Oh no, go, go get that. Go get that. And it was like, no, that's not yours. Just cause, just cause you know how to do that because this is what you've done all this before. So yeah, you know, you're, you're good at that. That's great. You've got some skills. Good for you. <laughs> but that's not what I'm supposed to do. So having to sit there on my hands and say, okay, spirit's going to keep showing me these things to see if I'm really serious. And when spirit, and I'm going to just say spirit because it's not that, um, Everyone has a lot of different ways of saying that, but it's just my knowing that for a while, all these little opportunities started showing up. And I realized that I had to say no to them for this next level of attraction and energy to really flow uh, me into the next thing that I was meant to be doing. So I, I hope this is making sense because I think it's really important. It is important because how do we differentiate between what's for us and what isn't? That's right. I want to change my life. I want to change. Okay, great. Let's make sure you mean it. Nikki, you say you want to change Nikki. Okay. Here's all the things that you used to do. We're going to keep putting it out there for you. There you go. There you go. There you go. Nope. 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 I mean it this time. I want the change. Oh, she's serious. Okay. Now let's give her some of those other things. Let's get, let's, let's have some people show up that's can lead her to this next thing. And it's a journey and everybody's journey is different. We all have different uh, types of knowing or seeing, and it can be really challenging to get comfortable with that in this world that we're living in because mm -hmm. we, we live in uh, which I actually, I want to say that it is evolving and opening up. There is more spirituality happening on the mainstream than ever before. I mean, you can go online right now and find a really amazing teacher, you know, and have access to people like Deepak Chopra and Eckhart Tolle, you know, uh, right now 
-hmm. <laughs> it's incredible. Um, whereas, you know, 30 years ago, you had to stumble on to some kind of spiritual cult and <laughs> get, get your spirituality that way or, or church, you know, there's a lot of spirituality and religion. I'm not religious, but uh, I am spiritual. So the journey of, you know, so how did this help me get to where I am today? commitment and being okay if people didn't understand what I was coming out as. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I had one, someone that I used to work with uh, even like just like six months ago, maybe it was a little longer than that on Facebook. He's like, are you, are you still doing that thing? Are you going to come back and, you know, come, come back. You're a producer. You, this is what you do. Or are you going to like start a church? What are you doing? <laughs> and which was great because it was, to me, that was like the final moment for the spirit was like, we just want to make sure because if you want to go back, you probably could. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, thank, I, I love you. I'm so grateful that you're thinking about me. And no, I, I, I think I'm going to go start a church. <laughs> Jokingly, <laughs> I'm not starting a church, but, you know. And then, you know, and then that's it. You know, things just keep opening up for me. Uh, I, I just keep doing my work. I don't. I'm not doing business the way I used to. I used to do business by seeking and searching and, you know, finding the client. And I realized that for me personally, and this is not for everybody, but for me personally, I had to not do that. That was really important that I not go uh, asking people to work with me but to just be energetically prepared for anyone who found that I might be a right the right kind of person to work with so that's that's could be a little challenging because I, I had to wait but be prepared so the waiting wasn't just, you know, sitting on my thumbs, not doing anything. I, I was working, I was developing, I was being in my practice, working my practice every day, uh, writing, uh, and so that I would be ready. And I, I'll never forget the first person that came to me and said, um, do you know anybody who knows how to do Reiki? Uh, I really want to learn about Reiki. And I said, well, yeah, actually, I, I do that. That's part, a very big part of my spiritual practice is Reiki. And she said, oh, I, I really want to study it. And I said, oh, well, oh, God, you know, there's so many teachers out there. And, you know, like I started naming off all these people. And she goes, no, I, can you teach me? And I thought, oh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I probably could. Let me let me look into that and I'll get back to you. Uh, and it was like a week later, and I know this sounds cheesy, but this is just what happened. I, I sat down in my practice with my prayer and my channel and I said, this person wants training. Show me what I need to do. And then very quickly, I had a training written. You know, and I was qualified to do that, obviously, because it just came straight through. I got it done. I made a workbook. I made a program. And, you know, and also I think because of all the experience I had in, in you know, my corporate design world as, I, as, a, as a, you know, uh, a user experience designer and motion graphics designer and storyteller, I could create a compelling process for people to experience the you know 
Reiki and energy work. And not only that, but how to discover the intuitive energy healer that they were, not me, not this is how you become Nikki, you know, a, a, a Nikki doppelganger. No, no, I don't do that. It's like, Liz, there's an energy healer in you. Let's see what comes out. Let's see the, the, what's the most amazing energy work that Liz is going to do. And that's how I approach the training and the teaching. Because I think all of us are energy workers. Mm-hmm. Every human has the potential for energy work because we're made up of energy. And I'm, I'm, I can work with you on your business. I can work with you on, uh, you know, like goals and, you know, help you as, a, as an intuitive coach to get things done and achieve things because that's part of our, you know, our world. And there's a lot of people who are meant to be doing things in the world. But I'm also very interested in working with people who are having these experiences that they haven't had yet or profound dreams, or suddenly hearing messages, or seeing spirits, or having these precogs that are, that can be frightening. And people who are experiencing those kinds of things, especially with what's going on in the world, Mm -hmm. um, I want to be there for, for them on how to get an absolute right relationship with themselves, and their unique gifts and how they're experiencing the subtle and sometimes not so subtle energies and uh, for them to be powerful in their own right. You know, I, I think that if you suddenly find yourself in an extreme case, seeing spirits or feeling spirits and no one else around you can, feel or see what you're experiencing you can it it can lead to you know a a mental health crisis because you don't you think you're crazy because no one no one can help you and i i want to be there for those people i want to i want to help the future energy workers in the world and the light workers um that's that's really my passion actually i i want to i want to help people access their their pure potentiality because that's where joy lives that's where happiness actually lives and that's i think the the secret really to all of it <laughs> so yeah that's beautiful And I love how everything that you learned in your past came forward to help you in what you're doing now. Like all of those skills that you can take and kind of mold them into a new thing to be able to help people in now in a new way. And with everything that's going on right now, a lot of people are in need. Yeah. Can we talk a little bit about what's going on right now, how you can help people Um, maybe a little bit about the fear people might be feeling and how they can manage that. I'm so glad you asked that question. Um, It's what's happening right now is it's worthy of fear. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that because I think everybody should be afraid, but in my experience to so far fear just like joy is energy and we experience that energy no usually right through our adrenals and it moves us to act and i would say that our as a society our adrenals, which is also the part of us that is motivating us to keep going, they're just on hyperdrive. 
And so when we have a real situation where fear energy starts flowing through and you don't have a method for um, isolating it and looking at it and then actually maybe calming it down so that you can respond correctly, it just goes on overdrive. And, you know, we, so we are responding. So how are we responding right now to what's going on, Mm -hmm. I think is really important. And so the, the question that I would, here's the question that I am asking myself. One, am I paying attention to what's happening? Uh, you know, and that to me is really important because I don't want to be in denial. I don't want to turn it all off and pretend it's not happening. So that's really important. It's just, am I paying attention? Yes. I, I, I know what's happening. Okay. And the next thing is, am I taking care of myself? And so for me and how I'm doing that is I'm, I'm going, okay, so there's some practices that sound really good that I'm going to pay attention to and integrate into my daily practice. Like you've heard it all, right? These are all the physical things, washing your hands. Um, but also the taking care of internally, which is, you know, do sitting and breathing and meditating. And I know it sounds probably really cliche and I can't even tell you how many emails I'm getting on meditation right now, uh, more than ever. And everybody's got a zoom going with meditating and doing energy work, which is great. And I say, do it, do it. If you don't know how to meditate, if you don't know how to calm yourself down, this is a perfect opportunity to start practicing for just 30 seconds and then maybe a minute and then maybe five minutes. And if you have a lot of people in your home right now, you have a family, um, turn it into playtime with your kids where you sit and you close your eyes and you use your imagination to go inside because that's also a, a wonderful way to calm the nervous system down. Um, I, I would say also right now what's coming, it's just what's hitting me. I'm, I'm being guided to also say yeah, that share. if you're, if you're going through something in your family, if you're sick or you know somebody who's sick and it is, it's causing trauma, I, I would consider talking to somebody. That's, I think, key to actually sharing what you're going through. And not in, not, I mean, social media is great to do that, but I, I would say find somebody that, you can be more intimate with doing a zoom or a video or FaceTime or a phone call to connect that you can trust, I think is really important to be able to talk through what you're feeling and just to get it out on the table and not hide or run from it right now. I think that's important. Yeah, it is. Sometimes we need to do a check-in. We got to do a check-in. It's, it's re this is real. I, I also think that right now, if you're home, whether you're working or not, this is a time for going on the inside and checking in with your energy body. And if you've never done that before, I just want to challenge you to go for it and do it. Spend more time meditating. The chances are, 90% of this country has more time to do that than ever before. Mm -hmm. I would say practice the non-busyness. Yes. It's hard. Last fall, like right around uh, September, I was getting the, the message that 
um, of preparation. And so I get these messages like you got to prepare, you got to prepare. And I was like, oh, okay, well, what, so what, what do I, I need to get my site online? What do I, what am I supposed to be doing? And the big message was nothing, do nothing, wait, don't seek, wait, wait, wait. And I thought, you know, what? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. And so I guess I, you know, what I would invite people to do, um, you know, if, if I sound like a voice that maybe you might feel connected to, uh, I would, I welcome a call or a text or an email as and just as an initiation to see if there's something that we can do together, but find someone. If you feel that call to connect on the inside or that you want to learn how to connect more deeply, or you want to embrace meditation or energy work, you can connect with me, but you can also go online. There's, there's a lot of really incredible teachers out there right now that have been preparing mm-hmm. for this moment. And I, that's for me, that's what I would encourage people to do is to take advantage of this time because it'll, it will end. We will, we will get to a point where things will get better. We will figure it out because we're human and that's what we do. We're resilient. We are resilient. Yes, we are resilient. What are we learning right now that we'll be able to bring with us when things go back to normal, our new normal. Yeah. That'll be really interesting. <laughs> it will. I, I wonder, I wonder. I, I, I think more people will say, you know what? I worked very efficiently and well from home. Mm-hmm. Going into the office every day just doesn't seem rational. I think we're going to see, we're going to probably see a lot of that. Maybe. Um, I don't know. I, I, I look forward to seeing it. And when fear comes in, you know, just allow it to be what it is. It's honest and don't let it get carried away you know it's getting carried away if you start doing unconscious response so so here's here's one for me fear comes in all of a sudden i'm on amazon trying to find thermometers (laughs) you know you should have a thermometer in your house but you know if like you're doing that a lot if you're like your response is oh i i'm uh I got to get prepared. Mm-hmm. Just step back, take stock. I'm not saying don't get the things you need, but just breathe through it a little bit more. I hope that helps. I mean, certainly I don't, I can only come from the place that I'm in right now and speak to that. Uh, but when I'm, you know, so, I mean, like Liz, are you having fear right now? I mean, what's going on for you? How are you feeling? A lot of, um, well, it comes and goes, um, it varies. It's, this is a really difficult question to ask. Thank you for asking. So it depends on the day. In the beginning, there was collective fear I was tapping into, collective grief I was tapping into, triggering my own fears and my own grief and having to take a pause and just breathe through whatever I was experiencing, maybe jot a little bit down in my journal, kind of try to differentiate what was mine and what was outside of myself and kind of very good along with that. And there is the kind of taking advantage of this extra time that I have being creative, um, getting out for walks, more meditation and yoga uh, development. Um, oh my gosh, it's 
my <laughs> my inbox for both my emails are full of everything from all the spiritual teachers and leaders in the community <laughs> to help everybody. It's almost overwhelming. And there's definitely a lot to choose from right now. And um, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And those, that's, those are all the things I'm doing too, that getting outside. And I, I want to just say something about what you said about tapping into the collective energy and checking in with yourself about what's yours and what's not yours is a really important practice. And I'm so glad that you said that because just even when things, when, you know, when we don't have a pandemic on our hand, mm -hmm. when you're sensitive, we're, that's happening all the time. And when you're empathic, especially for yeah. years, I was sensing other people's energy and misinterpreting that energy because I didn't understand mine. And so as you know, understanding your own personal energy is so good. And I'm so glad to hear you do that. And so when you're tapping into the collective energy and feeling the fear, because you can distinguish your own energy versus the collective as an energy worker, you can actually help to put out into the collective healing energy. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like the next level that we can be doing. Yes. And it's absolutely possible. There was a, a story, I don't know, about like maybe a decade or, or longer ago about a group of monks that uh, had, there was some kind of convention or something happening in Washington. And I, can, I wish I could remember the exact details, but there was a lot happening in politics at that time. There was a lot of intense uh, energy happening, you know, which is not hard to believe. Mm -hmm. um, and, and these monks, and I think there was like maybe a, a hundred of them, took it upon themselves to start meditating and doing, you know, doing their meditation for the, you know, on the state to help heal some of the collective energy. And, you know, the crime rate went down, like people started just feeling better. There was just, you know, all these like coincidences that were happening. Mm -hmm. And I think the more of us that can tap into that collective energy and also distinguish our own energy versus a collective who are working with energy can do that with our own community at home, with our neighborhood, with our, our county and then our state and then, you know, our country and, and the globe and beyond, you know, we can all, we can all be doing that. I'd like to see a lot more of that daily collective healing. So thank you for, here and there. for saying that. Thank you. Yeah, I've seen a little bit here and there in group meditation. I know is you know Jay Shetty and a couple of people down in Sedona and yeah. Shasta. You know are leading group meditation. Some you know just set a time to do it. Yeah. Some um, do Zoom. Some people are jumping on you know all of their platforms: Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and do going live. You know, with it, which I think is really fun. Is there um, an experience you might want to lead us through today? Oh yeah, sure. You want to do it? You want to do it right now? Sure. Because I think you know, no matter when or <laughs> where someone is listening, it will continue on. You know, they'll be able to tap into that energy that we create right now. Thank you for that invitation. Hmm. So I'd like to just invite you, Liz, and anyone who's listening right now to recognize their seat. How are you sitting? Get a little more comfortable. If you're sitting in a chair, feel the chair as it supports you. Bring your attention 
at the base of your spine and just lean back a little deeper or sit up a little straighter as that energy rises up through the spinal cord and up through the skull like a string connecting us to the outer worlds and let that energy flow back down through your crown chakra, through your head, neck and spine and down from your seat into the earth. Allowing the earth's energy to tap in and connect up through this connection point between the planet, our own personal energy, and the energy of the universe. And with our inner eye visualize this energy flowing slowly up with your inhale and then flowing down with your exhale breathing in and breathing out. And with your next exhale, just relax more deeply, allowing your seat to support you. See if you can Feel the vibration of energy flowing just around your skin, around your body. Just that energy field right next to the body buzzing now. We breathe in and we breathe out. And if you can, see if you can, on your next exhalation, breathe out your energy so that it extends outward just a few inches. This is your energy co-mingling with the energy of the planet, the energy of the universe, the all. Feeling this energy flowing, tingling, healing, clearing your entire body fields, your, your energy fields. And with your next exhalation, let's breathe out this energy to uh, almost a, like a sphere around us. four feet, eight feet, 10 feet, all around us. 
as we sit inside the energy of the planet and the universe and ourselves and now the collective. Notice the sensations of energy flowing in as we meet our community energetically. Visualize a golden light filling these spheres as we co-mingle with each other, healing our connections with each other, comforting our connections with each other as we each sit in our own sphere of energy. Allow yourself to give exactly what's needed. Allow yourself to feed the collective with compassion and love and kindness and patience and comfort. Healing and reducing the discomfort of fear. We give our own courage in this energy sphere. Allow yourself to be in this moment without the need to think or do. If a thought comes in, just greet it with a smile and ask it to come back later. And use your energy to feed your personal well-being and the well-being of your collective community. Use the energy of the planet and the universe to replenish your personal energy. like an infinite circle in the space we're constantly cared for. We can always tap into this place to get exactly what we need in this moment. And I want to encourage us all to be silent and relax into the stillness, experiencing the energy like one would standing on a hillside, experiencing wind. 
just allow this energy to flow around and through you. You are here now. You are. I am. We are. It's in this place that we experience inspiration. That's also fueling our healing and our energy. And so with any inspirations that might have come through, I want to encourage you to visualize and keep that in mind as you pull in the energy sphere on your next inhalation closer to your body bringing that sphere eight feet four feet closer to you and feel the the subtle difference in that energy as you get closer to your own personal energy and away from the collective energy. And on your next inhalation, bring that energy sphere just to around your body like a second skin as it tingles and refreshes and heals and on your next inhalation bring that energy back to the hara line the line that runs from the top of your head to the bottom of your spine visualizing the energy coming up from the planet connecting directly into your first chakra your root and the energy coming from the outer worlds the universe the all back down to the top of your head bringing our energy fully back to ourselves feeling our chair feeling the weight of our body, maybe feeling heavier even. Breathing in, breathing out. Bringing your awareness back into your fingers and toes. And when you're ready, back to your room and your space. And on your next breath, you can flutter your eyes open, letting the light bring you fully present. And at the end of a work like that, I always bring my hands together in prayer and, and say, thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Nikki, that was beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Thank you for letting me share that with you. It's my absolute honor and thrill to, to do this. This is, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yes. Nikki, is there anything else you would like to share with us before we end today? 
Well, I, I think the one thing I'd like to share, uh, well, I, I want to share my gratitude, really, um, for you doing this work and, you know, just having the drive to get on the camera and talk to people and, and extend your reach. It's, it, I think that it helps a lot of people and I, I'm really grateful to you and people like you. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not really comfortable with promoting and it's, it's not my work. And so, um, and so thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. And oh, and I was just also going to say, um, for all of us, just what I just did, we can all do at home. And, and I really, that's what I want to leave everyone with that you don't really need me or anybody to do that. You can sit and just start becoming aware of your energy. So I'd love to hear from people about, did, how, did they, ex, what did they experience? You know, what did you experience? Wonderful. That was very peaceful. Yeah. Beautiful to be able to extend my energy and connect and just sit. It was very peaceful. Yeah. Good. And for people who want to reach out to you to share their experience, how would they get a hold of you? Oh yeah, sure. Uh, let's see. So sacredenergyessentials.com is my site and I've got my contact information there. Uh, my email is Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-E, at Mercolino, M-E-R-C-O-L-I-N-O.com. And so you can email me or you can, uh, you can even text me and all my info's on my website so you can find me there. Great. Nikki, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. That was wonderful. Thank you so much. And thank it was you really fun. Me on Raise the Vibe with Liz. Have a great day, everybody. And remember to get out there and raise the vibe. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to today's show on Raise the Vibe with Liz. If you like this content and want to support me, please go to Patreon at Raise the Vibe with Liz or click the link in the description of this show. And remember, change starts with you. So get out there and raise the vibe. Thank you, everyone.